0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Reframe It Mindset Motivation podcast, stress reduction through positive storytelling. My name is Erica R. Meyer, creator of Reframe It Mindset Motivation, and your host and storyteller for this podcast. Remember, in each episode, you are the main character. And I drop you in the middle of a challenging or potentially stress-inducing scene or scenario and guide you toward practicing positive mindset, positive action, or reframing. In this episode, we navigate through a very disappointing experience with your local dry cleaner, and today's theme is simple sacrifice. So without further ado, let's step in to the story. Oh, no, 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 not this one. Your face cringes. You're picking up a load of clothes from your favorite trusty dry cleaner, and they are bringing to your attention an unfortunate mishap with one of your items. You appreciate them for having the integrity to own up to their lapse of dependability, but your heart sinks when they show you a considerable dark stain, and extensive tear on a vintage coat that was passed down to you from your great grandmother. It's a piece you cherish, but one that badly needed dry cleaning, it being just shy of growing legs and walking itself to their facility. Your dry cleaner offers to pay for the damage, and you accept it but remain just on the edge of devastated about the state of your garment. After all, it's difficult to put an exact price on vintage and sentiment. As you drive home, it's all you can think about. You're kicking yourself for having the coat cleaned. Bummed that you were let down by an establishment you had complete faith would do a fine job, as they had Every single time before. But accidents happen. You know this. Every business makes mistakes. But oh, how you wish the issue could have shown up on an everyday outfit. Something easily replaceable. Should I even attempt to repair it? You think to yourself. The delicate fabrics. Silk lining. Mink trim. Its abstract pattern. All of it would require incredible skill to achieve total restoration. Admittedly, you're also frustrated with yourself for feeling so down about an article of clothing. It feels so trivial, petty. But you take a deep breath, allow yourself to process the disappointment, and choose to give it some more time before deciding how to proceed. Later that evening, in an attempt to further take your mind off things, you decide to unwind with one of your all-time favorite movies, one of those you can watch over and over and over again, and it never gets old. Then during the closing credits, you are inspired to research online one of the actresses from the film, curious as to what she's working on these days. It's during that journey down the so called rabbit hole that you discover the actress's lifelong love of sewing and doll making. You'll learn she started a nonprofit organization dedicated to teaching doll making skills to women in developing countries so that they could, in turn, create dolls and doll clothing to sell, that income then used to feed their families. You notice the actress's website had a section where monetary donations could be received, but it's the actress's other request that gives you goosebumps. She was also in search of unusual fabrics and textiles, stating that one-of-a-kind materials could be used to create uncommon dolls and doll clothes, the women being able to sell those for a premium price. And it was right then that you knew exactly how to proceed with your great grandmother's coat. The next day, you carefully boxed up the coat, wrote a note about its history, and shipped it to the actress's nonprofit offices. Months go by, life goes on, and you forget all about the coat until one day a letter appears in your mail. It's a handwritten note. From the actress herself. She explained she was floored by your donation, saying the coat was gorgeous and how selfless it was of you to allow it to be repurposed for something greater. She wrote that the sale of one doll and its clothes made from your coat fetched the women enough revenue to feed their families for weeks. No other dolls had ever generated that kind of return, and she said she had to personally send you a note of thanks. Your eyes well with tears as you recap the events. You realize if you'd never attempted to have the coat cleaned, it would still be hanging in your closet, doing little good for anyone. But the damage it sustained served to bring it to the forefront of your mind, served to inspire positive, important action, served to fill the bellies of families on the other side of the world and that you think to yourself is how one determines the value of vintage and sentiment and with that it's time to leave today's story and to step into the next segment a deeper dive into the message of this episode where i leave you with a few questions for reflection, an opportunity to consider how you might actively apply the story's message to your day-to-day life. Okay, here we go. Question one. Have you ever had an article of clothing ruined or lost by a dry cleaner? Was it easily replaceable? How did you react in response? Question two, now thinking back to the story, what are some other ways the damaged coat could have been used or repurposed? For those who've read the Reframe It book, you might recall there's a scenario in there where I suggest a couple of reframes for what to do with clothing that's been damaged by your dry cleaner. It involves taking up a new hobby. Question three, again putting yourself back into the story. Do you think becoming curious about the actress and learning about her nonprofit work and its related website was a coincidence? Why or why not? Question four The coat becomes a tool to generate income for less fortunate people in another country. What do you have in your possession today that could be sold? repurposed, or donated in a similar capacity. And finally, the question I always ask, what would you have done differently? If presented very ruined clothing by your favorite dry cleaner, what different positive action would you have taken? I'll leave you to ponder these questions and thoughts this week. And friends, that fully concludes this week's episode For more tools for everyday stress reduction, be sure to check out reframe at mindsetmotivation.com. And if you're enjoying the podcast, make sure to subscribe and leave a review. I also always welcome your feedback either on social media at Erica R. Meyer or you can email me info at Erica R. Thanks for listening and happy reframing.